I'm Joe Atak. I'm the producing artistic director at Goodluck Macbeth Theatre, which is in the heart of Midtown, Reno, Nevada. And we are in the process of raising funds for a campaign called Elevate. And the idea of Elevate is that we want to purchase the building which we've been resident in for the last five years. And we want to build a level on top. But it's about much more than just acquiring the building and adding a level on. It's about um, providing more opportunities for the community, adding spaces for rehearsals and classrooms, and having a lot more opportunity and capacity to bring in outside organizations to use the space a lot more often. So uh, if you're interested, please check out goodluckmacbeth.org where you can find out more about the campaign and also donate if you so wish. And here is Namely. Is it soccer or football? If the goal was to confuse fans of the world's most popular sport, then consider the score one zip. Today we move forward and defend this penalty on the English language. A name for everything, but what's in a name? The name of this host is Eric Goldstein, and the name of the show is Namely. Soccer is the most popular sport in the world, except most of the world would say otherwise. Today we'll be diving into the... We'll be diving into... Where is that music coming from? Hey, who out there is playing My Country Tis of Thee? My Country Tis of Thee? That's God Save the King, you Yankee twit. Whatever you call it, can you keep it down? Knock it off! You know, My Country Tis of Thee was drafted as a contrafactum by... Samuel Francis Smith in the year 1831, of course. Right. Who are you? Oliver Featherswallow. You may have heard of me. I'm the host of Monocally, the show where we explore the origins of monikers throughout history. Hey, that sounds a lot like this podcast. Podcast? Yes, an audio show. What an odd term. In my country, we call it a flibbity gibbet. Regardless, I'm afraid this flibbity gibbet must cease production immediately. It's too similar to monocally, and I won't have it. Well, maybe monocally should be shut down. We've been running for a good eight episodes or so. Eight? You've been on far too long. All British media must last six episodes and then go away. Forever. You don't want to bite the crumpet. Bite? The Crumpet? Sorry, there's an infamous episode of British Happy Days, which we call Jolly Good Days, where Fonsingham bites into the world's largest crumpet. All right, all right. Well, I don't think we've bitten the crumpet. In fact, this soccer episode could be our best episode yet. Soccer? Another unfortunate yank term. Why don't you catch up and call it football like the rest of us? You can call your football something else, like uh, tackle hockey. Actually, you might be surprised to learn that soccer isn't an American term at all. Let's explore sports in general for a moment. All right, I'm going to need another cup of tea. Where did you get that? I'm British. It's physically attached to my hand. It's easy to follow the origins of many of our favorite sports. Tennis, for example, comes from the French verb tenir, 
meaning hold, take, or receive. Ho ho, and here in Perry, we hold, take, and receive our love elves like our wine and snails. Hockey is named for the term hokey, or shepherd's stick, a word that originates from, you guessed it, France. Ho ho, another win for the French. Hockey is the sexiest of games, like beach volleyball or naked backgammon. And of course you have golf, which comes from the Dutch term kolf, or club. Isn't that right, Dutchman? It's true. Thank you for having me. Ho ho, but nobody likes golf. The French still win. Will you get out of here? You will have to fight better than that. Please? All right, I surrender. Of course, you also have the more literal origins of basketball, which was developed by physical education professor Dr. James Naismith when he nailed a peach basket to the wall of a gym in 1891. All right, everybody, we're here for the first ever basketball game, and we're going to pick some players for our team. I'm going to go with... Slippery Joe. Hey, it's me, I'm Slippery Joe. I'm gonna knock that ball out of the park. Not the rules. Uh, next, I'm gonna take little John Jackson. Don't let my size fool you. I'm scrappy and I'm gonna knock that ball out of the park. Still not the rules. Who are you gonna take, other captain? I don't know. You already took the ringers. All right, I guess I'll take large wingspan Sam. I'm gonna toss that ball way into the hoop. I told you, that's not the... Wait a minute. Yes, those are the rules. Ah, yes. These are all cute little games. But football is a match of champions and old sports and mates and such. You can't just call it soccer. It doesn't make any sense. You don't play in your socks. You'd hurt your feet. Because you have to use your feet in football. How could you make such a silly, useless name? Well, that's the thing, Oliver. We didn't invent the term soccer. You did. What most of the world knows as football was a medieval game adopted by British universities in the early 1800s. But with the reintroduction of such an old game to many different institutions, there were some expected variances. Oi, everyone, let's play football. I'll play with you, mate, but can we use our hands? No, you can't use your hands. We're playing football. You can use your hands in handy football. Well, we're not playing handy football. We're playing regular football. What's regular football? It's the one where you have to walk on the ground like a crab. That's not regular football. Oh, can we use our croquet? No croquets, no hands. We played handy football yesterday. Aw, you guys always play handy football without me. We're sorry, no hand, Charlie, but you don't have hands. Oh, great observation, mate. Bravo. What are you doing? I think they're slow clapping. In the end, Britain had two variations of football that gained the most popularity. One was rugby football, which was later shortened to rugger, or just rugby. The other was association football, which was later shortened to just football, or... Soccer. So, soccer is short for association. That's right. Intriguing. Well done, old chap. But why did the name soccer stick with America? Well, at the time the game was introduced to the States, soccer was pretty much what everyone called it. Happy birthday, America. I hope you like your gift. It's called soccer. Oh, thank you, England. 
I'll go ahead and put it over here with the Statue of Liberty. Statue of... Oh, come on. I thought we all agreed on a 50-pound limit. Oh, ho, ho, we give better gifts, too. And sure enough, in the early 1900s, America developed its own game. All right, men. This new game requires a ball that's more oval-shaped. Thomas, go ahead and let some air out of this one. You got it. That, that's enough, Thomas. I, I said that's enough. <laughs> I can't stop. It's too fun. Thomas Brady, stop deflating that ball right now. Now we need a name for our new game. Some options we have are gridiron, glitter rock, cannonball, tickle tickle cut the pickle. What about football? Football? You mean we name the game after the very, very small portion of the game where you actually kick the ball rather than the majority of the game where you're mostly using your hands and bodies. I like it! After all, we don't have any sports in this country that we know is football, so I'm sure this will work out fine. And so American football was born, and soccer stuck. In fact, Europe as a whole actually commonly referred to the game as football and soccer until the 1980s. But the times changed, and America has been a soccer country ever since. I see. So you just kept the name that it was introduced to you as. And by the time the name was phased out, you already had a football. That's right. Eric, I must apologize. Your show is excellent. Perhaps I should cast aside my anti-Americanism and accept that some things are just a bit different. Perhaps we could work together? What a magical idea. Like something out of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I think you mean... Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. No, I think you mean Philosopher's Stone. Sorcerers! Philosophers. Sorcerers! Philosophers! Oh boy, we might be here for a while. That's all the time we have for you today. Thanks for listening. And remember, no matter the name of the game, always play to win. Sorcerers! Philosophers! Sorcerers! This episode of Namely was written by Ryan Costello and directed by Ryan Costello. You heard the fantastic voices of Joe Atak, Paige Tatum, Luis Galvez, Jason Newbury, DJ Hope, and Eric Goldstein. Namely is produced in beautiful Reno, Nevada by Ryan Costello and Eric Goldstein. It features sound design by Ryan Costello and original music, including our theme song by Stephen Alberti. If you have questions, comments, or an idea of a name you'd like us to explore in a future episode, send us an email. Our address is namelypodcast at gmail.com. On behalf of everyone at Pinky Pants Productions, thanks for listening. And name on!